Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likuti Alochas today on the 28th of Cheshvan. We dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu Nishmas, Shapsi, Rabbi Yisochar Doiv, whose yard site is today, Chaim Dovid ben Oizer Pinchas, and Genessa Bas, Rabbi Yosef, all yard sites today, and Le'ilu Nishmas, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Nassim Yaakov, Yentefrat Abbas Rabbi Shuaye, Zahavaleya Bas Rabbi Avram, Tzibkarifka Bas Rabbi and for a complete Rafu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Bas Galia, Rochel Bas Galia, Noya Nechama Bas Galia, Hindesheva Bas Rochel, David Shimshon Ben Soraleya, Esther Bas Gamar Olevana, Yentesora Bas Chanarus, Yichil Michel Ben Chanarus, Menachem ben Rishabasha, Chayabrocha Basperel, Daniel Borach ben Sora, Moishalei ben Chana Breindel, Gitaleya bas Frumet, Aviva Chaya bas Estemindel, Fruma bas Geresa, Yehudis Nechoma bas Miriam, Chaim Yitzchok ben Chana Rivka, Tzvi Sholem ben Rita Beverly, Ruven Mordechai ben Chana, Borach Mordechai ben Tali, Nosen Yehuda ben Tali, Avigail Brocha bas Shirat Voira, David Lay ben Shena, Shloimoy ben Rivka Sprinzer, Malki Hinda bas Kreindel, Shloimanisim ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, Idis bas Miriam Breindel, Michal Sora bas Hadassah, Gitaganendel bas Sipoira, Debalea bas Sipoira, Aviv Ilona bas Yispendel, Sarochel bas Yispendel, Yehudas Ruchoma bas Chavarus, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Besoich Sharchel Yisrael. We're continuing in Hilchois Chodosh, Halacha Dalit, in Yoredea Chelek Sheni. We're in the middle of paragraph Tess, the subparagraph <coughs> in my version, Kitzrichin Lodas. <coughs> we were speaking in this Halacha based on chapter 19 in Likut Imran, about the question, the, about the connection between Tikkun Abris and Shlemus Lashon Kodesh. Shlemus Lashon Kodesh means a person speaking words of Torah and Tefillah, and not speaking words that that shouldn't be spoken. Kitzrichen <coughs> Lodas. Rav Nosson says we need to know she'afal pi shenemar b'hatoyranal she'shlemus Lashon Kodesh v'Tikkun Abris tluyim zebozeh. Even though Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likut Imran that these two depend on each other. In order for a person to achieve Shlemus Loshna Kodesh, the person must have Tikkun Abris. In order for a person to have Tikkun Abris, the person must have Shlemus Loshna Kodesh. And Shemi Shepoygem Babris, Eino Izoichel Shlemus Loshna Kodesh, that a person who is not pure in the area of Tikkun Abris, in the relationship between men and women, <coughs> that person is not zoichet to perfection of Loshna Kodesh. Vimkain, if that's the case, yishtoimim kolodom, then every person is, 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 is shocked. You know, what am I supposed to do? Kilafizeh nofal pita bebira. This is an impossible situation. What did the rabbi? How did the rabbis help us with giving us what's supposedly a solution? That 
this that Rabbein Sal tells us there on the Kutim Ran, that a person can be machnia, can defeat Pegama Bris, which is called the Ra HaKoyle, through Shleimus Loshna Koydesh, if you're telling me that Shleimus Loshna Koydesh is the pre- dependent on Tikana Bris, Umisha Adayin which gives us the impression that a person who has not yet succeeded in getting themselves out of this Raha Koilel, getting themselves out of Pegama Bris, that person will not be Zoichet to Shleimus Loshna Koidish, meaning their Tefillah and their Torah will not be perfect or will not be the way it's supposed to be. Vim Cain, may I in Yovoy If that's the case, then where, how, how is the person ever going to get helped? What's the solution here? Ach Behemes, but Rav says, but the, the truth is, Yeshorem Darke Hashem, Vetzadikim Yelchubam, etc. The ways of Hashem are perfect, and Tzadikim will go on that path and will be successful. Ki Bevadai, Lizkois letachles hashlemos iefsher kim kishezoycha l'shneim. You're right. It's definitely true that to be zoichet to the highest level of perfection in tikkun abris and loshen kodesh requires being perfect at both l'shlemos loshen kodesh v'tikkun abris sheshneim tluim zebaze because they're both dependent on each other. Avol, however. So long as a person is not yet perfect in either one of those areas, the person needs to make a beginning from wherever they choose to make a beginning. From whichever issue the person will start, with even a slight Movement in the right direction, it'll be beneficial to the person's nefesh and neshama. Because we are 100% positive that there's no such thing as a Jew speaking words of Kedusha, words of Torah, or words of Tefillah, and those words going lost. No matter how bad that person is in Tikkun Abris and in anything, if the person speaks words of Kedusha, those words do not go lost. Hashem appreciates those words and Hashem values those words. And even if the person is however they are, the person does have the ability and it's within the person's free choice to, to make a decision to want to speak words of Kedusha. And all words of Kedusha are within this framework of perfection of Loshna Kodesh. And if the person will really pour on a lot of words of Torah and Tefillah and Hispiridus, eventually it will definitely help the person both in this world and in the future world.
וכן אין שום נקודה של כפי שהסיצרוי נאבד. And so to any iota of effort on the part of, on, on the person, on, on the part of the person to try to achieve תיקן הבריז, to try to be better in thought, in speech, in action, in the relationship between men and women, any iota of effort to try to move towards the right direction, even though the person is not yet on a madrega of real, pure tikkun abris, still, despite that, any time that the person succeeds in overcoming their Yitzhahara, and the person tried their best to pull away from evil from committing any type of sin in thought, in speech, and in action regarding the issue of Tikkun Abris, Enoi Nevad Klal. That does not go lost whatsoever. That gets registered by Hashem. Afilu koroi. Even if the person didn't really succeed the way they should have succeeded. As Rabbein Azal expounds on this in Likut Imran, on the Pasuk in Tehillim, where it says that when the Sahara lifts up its waves, Hashem smooths them out. There's a small term in Likut Imran that speaks about this. And regarding everything we just said, it's impossible to really express in writing everything you need to know about this. However, every, any person who really is seeking the truth, who really wants to do the right thing, and doesn't want to fool themselves, the person will understand a lot from, from what we said here. The person will get the message and realize what we need to do and not allow the Sahara to play with us, that uh, since you can't do the whole mitzvah, so just to do a little bit, it's, it's nonsense, it's a joke. It might even be an insult to Hashem. That's not true. Whatever iota of good a person can do in Torah, in Tefillah, in Tikkun Abris, in anything, is very precious by Hashem. Paragraph Yud. And this is what the Pasuk says in Hosea. Bring with you words and return to Hashem and do tshuva. Rabbi Nelson says, look at the word imochem, bring it with you. When you come, bring it with you. This means from wherever you're coming from. Even if the person's in a very low place and the person's steeped in Gashmius and materialism, despite that, bring with you words. And through this, you will return to Hashem. You will accomplish tshuva. Ki kolzman because so long as you'll make sure to use your mouth to speak words of Torah and Tefillah and Hispoidus, 
there's definitely hope that you will succeed in your tshuva. As the Medrash says, in expounding on this Pasuk, Hashem says, the only thing I request from you is speak, talk to me. And as Rabbein Sal expounds on this in chapter 78 in Likutim Ram, that the more a person speaks to Hashem and about Hashem, the more the person remembers Hashem and is remembered by Hashem. Because Bilam and his cohorts, they worked very hard in sin and in evil to draw holy Dibor down to them, Begolus, in exile. To strengthen the evil, that the evil should be able to overpower the good. And Bilam was able to accomplish this as a result of the incredible power of Bechira, which we explained in the previous Shurim. And were it not for Hashem helping us, and because of the fact that Bilam's intentions, he didn't have any good intentions, his intentions were evil to harm the Jewish people, his end will definitely be to be cut away, destroyed. As the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, whereas Lahavdil, a Jew, whose intentions are good, even if I'm not good right now, even if I'm doing a lot of bad things, and even if I'm doing much more bad than good, still, the person deep down wants to come close to Hashem. Remember, we mentioned from the Rambam even a very famous item that the Rambam speaks about a scenario where the Bezin wants a person to give a get to his wife because Bezin feels it's necessary, it's definitely the right thing, and the person refuses. And we know that a get must be given willingly. So the Gemara says that in certain instances, if the person isn't willing, we beat him up until he becomes willing. So the Rambam asks, what kind of thing is that? What do you mean you beat him up? He, he, doesn't, he doesn't want, he's screaming, I don't want people, because you beat the daylights out of him and everything, so he goes ahead and, do, and does it. But really, really you, you see he doesn't want, he's screaming he doesn't want. The Rambam says, no, that's not true. Every single Jew has an neshama. And deep down inside the person, no matter how much he's screaming, he doesn't want, he doesn't want, the neshama wants only to do the right thing, the right thing. Sometimes you have to beat him up to scrape off some of those layers in order to get to what the person really wants. Even if the person themselves doesn't realize it, sort of. He's screaming, I don't want, I don't want to be religious, I don't want to do a mitzvah, I don't. But we know a Jew has a neshama inside and the neshama definitely wants to do the right thing. So, Aval Isha Yisraeli, Shekavanosay Letoiva, Shemizgaber Baimek Nefilose Chasashon, Ledaber. And this Jew who's very far down, down, down in Tum and everything, and yet he fights very hard to speak to Hashem, to speak some words of Torah at Fila, Afal Pikein, 
Diburim Kedoshim to speak, despite how low he is, despite that, he fights to speak words of holiness. Bechinas Loshna Kodesh. And the person definitely is capable of doing that always. And because the person's intentions are for good, the person really wants to return to Hashem deep down. Hashem definitely does receive satisfaction from this. And no word will go lost. And in the end, if the person will persist, the person will definitely succeed in returning to Hashem and doing a real tshuva. Remember, there's the famous quote from the Zohar Kodesh, Les re'uso tava de isavid. There isn't even a rotsain toiv that goes lost. Not only a dibur. If a person is thinking, boy, I wish I, I wish I would have gotten up early this morning. I hope that tomorrow I get up early on time and everything. And tomorrow comes and the person doesn't get up on time. The fact that the person had that rot sign, they wanted to do better, they wanted to do a good thing, and even though they didn't express it verbally, the Zohar Kodesh says that gets written down. That gets put as a deposit in the person's bank account, and Hashem values that tremendously. That's one very important point. And now we'll add another point. Rav Nosenzal doesn't speak about it here, but I, I heard this from Rav Rosenfeld, and I remember... I believe Rav Nosenzal does mention it in other places. The Arizal reveals about Bilam. Here we just said that because Bilam's intentions were for evil, his end will be to be cut away. And Bilam was cut away. The Torah tells us how Pinchas ended up in killing him, etc., etc. And Bilam went to Gehenna. <clears throat> however, however, the Arizal reveals that Bilam HaRasha, this super, super Russia, at one point when he was trying to curse the Jews, and Hashem twisted him, Hashem made him, based on the whole explanation we gave here, because he gave his power of speech away to the donkey, he, Hashem was able to force him to say the right things. So, so Bilam at one point said, Tomois nafshi mois yeshorim, May my soul die a proper death, and my end should be like them. And the Arizal says this was a tefillah. This was Bilam saying a tefillah, that he should die a proper kind of death, and his end should be like the Jewish people. The Arizal says there's no such thing as a tefillah going lost. So Bilam's tefillah had an effect to such a degree that Bilam, the non-Jew, 100% non-Jew, came back, Begilgul, came back, was reincarnated as a Jew, as Novel. Novel was a Jew who lived during the time of Dovra Melech, an evil Jew, a wicked Jew, who refused, uh, he, instead of showing gratitude towards Dovra Melech and his men for protecting him and everything, when Dovra Melech asked him for food, he refused to give him anything, etc., etc., so Novel was a Russia, and the Arizal says once he came back Begilgul as a Jew, he will eventually have a tikkun. He will have a tikkun. The Arizal shows that Novel and Lovan, 
Lavan, Bilam, Novel are all part of the same Gilgal. Lavan is the same letters as the word Novel, etc. And now Rav Zal says, what we just learned here is really one of the best examples of perfecting Loshen HaKodesh through Loshen Targum. How? Even the person isn't speaking Aramaic. What does that have to do with it? Because we're speaking about an individual who's not in a great place. He's not very religious right now. He's not perfect. This person is still, the, the evil is still very much attached to this person. And despite that, the person makes a sincere effort to speak words of Kedusha, and his intention is he wants to be good. This is what Targum represents. Like the, the tree which was good and bad. Because this person right now is good and bad. And because deep down inside, this person's intentions are good, to return to Hashem, and to please Hashem. Then, the tzaddik, who has reached a, a level of perfection in Lashon HaKodesh, that tzaddik takes this person's holy words and elevates them. This person's words who are like Targum, meaning because this person is in a state of good and bad mixed together. Like Targum, which is an intermediary between Loshan HaKodesh and the languages of the other nations. The tzaddik takes those words and he elevates them and he purifies them. And the tzaddik uses that targum to complete the Loshan HaKodesh. As we've been learning all along, that in order for Loshan HaKodesh to really become complete, it requires the tikkun for targum also, and then taking the good of targum and integrating it into Lashna Kodesh. Vesehu, and this is the famous Haftorah that comes from Hosea, Shuva Yisrael Ad Hashem Aloikecho Ki Koshalto This is the Haftorah that we read on the Shabbos in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which is called Shabbos Shuva. What this means is that the Jews should return to Hashem so that our avoinois, the sins that we committed intentionally, will be converted, will be considered as if we did them unintentionally. As the Gemara says at the end of Yuma, that when a person does a certain type of tshuva, their sins get changed, they drop a level. From, from mazed, it goes to shoyge. 
וזהו קחו עמוכם דבורים. The Pesach continues, bring with you words. היינו כנל. שאפילו במקוימכם אשר אתם שום. Even in that place where you're at now, where you're not clean, you're not perfectly clean. תדברו דיבורים קדושים. Speak words of holiness. שזהו בחינס תרגום. Which because you right now are in this state of good and bad mixed together, your words are like תרגום. שהיא בחינס שגוגויס. Which is like a sin committed בשויגי. Where the action was sin, but the intention was not. The intention was okay. The person did not intend to do a sin. The person violated Shabbos. They didn't know you're not allowed to do this on Shabbos. They, didn't, they forgot that today was Shabbos. As Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter 19 in Likud Imran, which this halach is based on, in explaining the opening pasuk of Chavaku Kanovi, the tefil of Chakanovi for Shigiyoinois, which means Shoygigim. Shapirish Rashi, Rashi says there, Kitargumoi, that the translation of these words should be like what it says in Targumunculus. But Rabbeinazal says that Kitarguma means that just like Targum is a combination of good and bad, so too Shigyoinois, a Shoigeg is also a combination of good and bad. Ayinshom, take a look over there and we cut him around towards the end of the chapter. And since, as a result of the words of Kedusha, that the person is speaking Tashem from that place that they're in now, where they're not in a great place yet. <clears throat> the sins that that person committed, bemazed, intentionally, get converted to shigogois, as if they were done unintentionally. As a result of that, after that's accomplished, once the sins have been taken down a notch, a major notch, from intentional to unintentional, the tzaddik, the complete tzaddik, has the ability to take that and elevate it and make a complete tikkun for it. And this is why the Pasuk continues there. Imru Elov, Koltiso Ovoin, Vekach Toiv. Tell that person that Hashem will forgive all Ovoin and take good. What does that mean? Sha'achakach, Mevakshin. After the person speaks Diburim of Kedusha, we ask, we plead, Sha'ashem Isporach, Yiso, Vyislach Lonu, Kol He'ovoin Legamri, that Hashem should forgive the sin completely. Bibachinas, Kol Tiso Ovoin. Shapirush Rashi, Shapirushoi Kemoi, Kol Ovoin Tiso. That it's as if it would have written Kol and Tiso, that the entire sin should be forgiven. The entire sin Hashem should carry and forgive completely. And take good, meaning the sin will be completed. What started out as an intentional sin, then the person through their tshuva knocked it down to an unintentional sin. The tzadik gomor has the ability to take that and affect a tikkun and turn it, convert it into toiv gomor, into complete good. As the Gemara says, that when a person does tshuva me'ahava, 
their sins could get converted to mitzvahs. The minuses could get converted to pluses, actually. Ad kedekach. Baruch Hashem. With this we complete Halacha Dalit. Rab Nosenzal says that Halacha Hei, the fifth discussion on the topic of Chodosh, we had already earlier in Hilchas Shiluach Hakan, Halacha Hei, paragraph Tesvav, there Rab Nosenzal discussed and explained the mitzvah of Chodosh also. Now we begin a new chapter, brand new chapter, but it's also related, as we'll see. Hilchas Orlo, where we have uh, the the latter part of Hilchas Orlo, we have a major, some major, major, substantial halachas explaining incredible things. The first halacha, as usual in many cases, was written during Rabbeinazal's lifetime when Rabbeinazal had already instructed Rabbeinazal to start being mechadesh in Torah based on Likute Moran, based on Rabbeinazal's teachings. Halacha Aleph, Hilchasorla, Sholoi Shonim Yilochem Arelim. When you plant a tree for the first three years, the food is, the, the fruit, the produce is treif. It's like Orla. Ubashona Horavias. Whereas the, the fruit that's produced on the fourth year, during the fourth year, that fruit has a status of Kodesh, it must be brought to Yerushalayim and eaten there, unless, if it's too difficult, you're allowed to redeem that fruit, to transfer its holiness onto money, and bring the money to Yerushalayim, and purchase food over there, and eat the food in Yerushalayim. Alpima Shemavaya Rabbeinu Neiro Yoir, based on Rabbeinazal's words in chapter 19 in Likut Imran, again. That chapter, it seems, when Rabbeinazal was writing on Yoridea, he was heavily involved on that Torah Likut Imran. Shera HaKoylel, Dahainu Ra Legamri, Heim Leshoinoi Sashivim Amomim. In that chapter in Likut Imran, Rabbeinazal explains that what's called complete evil, and, and, and a composite of all kinds of evil, that's related to the languages of the 70 nations. Whereas Targum, Aramaic, is like Noiga. Noiga means twilight, something in between light and darkness, in between good and bad. Shehu Bechinas Eitz Hadas Toivora, Shehu Memutza Ben Toivora. This is like the Eitz Hadas which we're told had good and bad, because Targum is in between good and bad. Rav Nosenzal begins, Vehine, Ra ha-koilel dahainu ra legamri, hein bechines ha-sholish klipoisatmeis. When we speak about the Ra ha-koilel, an evil that's a composite of all the evil of all 70 nations, <coughs> which is totally evil, that corresponds to the three klipois that the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us are totally evil, Tomei. These are mentioned in the vision of Yecheskel Anovi, in the beginning of Yecheskel Anovi, where he saw a vision of the throne of Hashem and everything surrounding it. And he mentions there that before he was able to see the throne of Hashem and before he saw the Noiga, he saw a Ruach Sa'ora, Onon Godol and Eish Mislakachas, three negative forces, 
which are referred to as these three klipois that are tmeim legamri, that are considered to be totally bad, must be gotten rid of, eliminated. Vehem bechina shnei orla, which correspond to the three years that the produce of a tree is considered to be out of bounds, forbidden. That's why it's called Orla. Orla is a term used related to Pegama Bris. A person who has not had a Bris meal is called Orel. Because Rabbeinu Sal explains there in chapter 19 that there's an evil that's koilel, all the evil of all the Tivus Royce and Midas Royce of all 70 nations, that's Pegama Bris. And this is why in the fourth year we're, we're commanded by Hashem to take the fruit to Yerushalayim and eat it there. Because Rabbeinu Zal explains over there in chapter 19 that the main tikkun of a Jew's eating is when the Jew is on a level where when they're eating food, their focus isn't on the physical food, their focus is on the letters, the holy letters of the olive base that are inside the food, that are giving the food its taste and its, its, its energy, its positive energy, etc., which is dependent on shleimus loshna kodesh, perfecting loshna kodesh. That's why we make a bracha before we eat and a bracha after we eat. When a person is to perfect Loshna Kodesh, then that person's eating is real Jewish eating. Ayn Shom. Take a look over there in Likud Imran where Abbe Nisal explains this. And this is why the first three years when the tree is considered Orla, we're forbidden to eat from it whatsoever. During that time, the fruit is, is, is ra, it's, it's, it's related to that total evil. The languages of the Goyim. The opposite of Loshon Kodesh, which is the language of the Jewish people. But the fourth year, which corresponds to the fourth klipa, which is noiga, which is a combination of good and bad, just like targum, is a combination of good and bad. During the fourth year, there is a solution for those fruit which is to bring them to the holy city of Yerushalayim, Shehi Bechinas Shleimus Loshna Kodesh. Yerushalayim represents perfection of Loshna Kodesh. Ki Yerushalayim hi Bechinas Malchus. Because Yerushalayim is associated with Malchus. Kumashikosuv Molach Hashem bi Yerushalayim. Hashem ruled in Yerushalayim. Umalchus Peh. Malchus is associated with mouth, the power of speech. Hainu bechinas hadibur sheloshna koidish. Speech, dibur of loshna koidish, is associated with malchus. Vialkein malin peiros revai leYerushalayim. Therefore, we bring that fruit of the fourth year to Yerushalayim. Kedeshiyeh nichlal bebechinas hatargum. Kedeshiyeh nichlal bechinas hatargum beloshna koidish. 
So that by doing that, we're taking Targum, this good and bad, this Noiga, this fourth Klipa, this fourth year, and plugging it, attaching it to Loshna Kodesh, connecting it to Yerushalayim. The produce, the fruit of the fourth year, which is like Targum, it's like that fourth Klipa, which is Noiga, which is Targum, they are elevated and plugged into, become part of Yerushalayim Yerakoidesh. Yerushalayim represents perfection of Loshna Koidesh. Question in the chat on something we mentioned earlier. So, in order to turn Shigogois into Shuyois, does it require us to do Tshuva Me'ava, which is a very high level? Or does the tzaddik himself turn our shgogos into zechuyos? I believe it's the second one. That there are two ways of turning shgogos into turning averos into mitzvos. One way is tshuva me'ahavo, which is a very high level. The other way is that if we succeed through diburim of kedusha, if we succeed in bringing our averos down one notch from meze to shogeg. A tzaddik gomor has the ability to take that shoigeg and turn it into toiv, turn it into good. Any other questions, please? Over there in chapter 19, Rabbi Nisal quotes this pasuk, and he gives a whole explanation of every word in this pasuk. Now Rabbi Nisal is going to take this pasuk, and apply it to the our topic here of Orla. Shapirish Rabbeinu Neira Yoyer, Rabbeinu Sal, over there in chapter 19 explained, he used this pasuk, al tikken hasseuta al to show us that the way that we perfect our meals, our eating, yisodeka, is through tzioin. Tzioin means markings. Tzioin means like when you write on a matseva, you write the words of the, uh, about the nifter, that's called letzayin, a marker. A matseva itself is called a tzioin, a marker. This marks the fact that in this spot is buried a Jew. So Rabbi Nezal says there, through tzioin, through the letters of Loshon Kodesh, through the words of Loshon Kodesh, yesodeko. That's the tikkun for our su'uda, our achila. Vezehu umitzioin. Rabbi Nelson Zal says, note the word that's used, tzioin, which has multiple meanings. Mitzioin daiko, kalidei tzioin ve'yerushalayim. Tzioin is a nickname of the city of Yerushalayim. Hu tikun hasuda. That's also, it's, it's by eating bigdusha, eating the letters, that's one interpretation of tzioin, and by bringing the food to Yerushalayim, that also, hu tikun hasuda, that's the tikun for the achila. Because both of these paths, the path that Rabbeinu Zal defines over there in Likut Imran, which is eating with Loshna Kodesh, making the bracha the right way, and, and, and focusing on the letters found in the food, that's the way Rabbeinu Zal prescribes, and the way Rabbeinu Zal describes, bringing the food to Yerushalayim, both of these things represent Shleimus Loshna Kodesh. Whereas that produce of the fourth year, if we don't bring it to Yerushalayim, we are not allowed to eat it. Why? 
כי יוכל להסגבר הורה הנ"ל, שאין בחינה שולי שני אורלו, ויוינק מן הקדושה, על ידי הפרס רבי. Because if we don't do the תיקון that's needed for that produce of the fourth year, which has good and bad in it, then the bad, the orla, the ra gomor, can connect itself to the ra in that produce and use that as a vehicle to, to draw from Kedusha, to draw power into the sitrachra from holiness. Alidea peris advai, through that produce of the fourth year, sheim bechines targum, which is this targum. Ki iker yenika sorahanal mena Kedusha, because as Rabbi Nezal explains very clearly in chapter 19 in the Kutimran, in order for the Sitra Achra, the Ra, to be able to draw from Kedusha, it needs a bridge, it needs an intermediary, it needs Targum, it needs that combination of good and bad. Alkein, Osr Lochlekach. Therefore it's forbidden for us to eat that, that produce of the fourth year just like that, we must bring it to Yerushalayim. And then, through the holiness of the city of Yerushalayim, the Ra that's in that produce is, is defeated. And the good that's in there gets elevated and plugged into Loshna Kodesh, as Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likuti Maran. V'zeo b'chinas v'ashon ha'horaviyis, yihye kol piryoi koidesh hilulim l'ashem. And in the fourth year, all of that fruit will be holy, a praise to Hashem. Koidesh daika, sheyye ha'peyros nechlolam b'koidesh. This produce, which was good and bad, is going to get plugged into koidesh. This is going to complete the Loshen Kodesh. This refers to Loshen Kodesh, which is praises to Hashem. Words of Torah, words of Tefillah, those are all praises to Hashem. If the person, for whatever reason, cannot bring that produce to Yerushalayim, you're allowed to transfer the holiness from that onto money and bring that money to Yerushalayim. Because Rabbein Ezra writes in chapter 68, that all souls are rooted in wealth. Our souls come from the Kise HaKovoid, from the throne of honor. And Kovoid is synonymous with wealth. We say in the morning, V'ho'oysher v'ha'kovoid milfonecho. V'yalkein ha'koil te'ev melamomoin. And this is why everybody craves, everybody desires money. Because the word nefesh means desire. Parshas Chayesara, which we read yesterday on Shabbos, Im yeishes nafshechem likboires meisi, if you want me to bury my wife here. <coughs> so the nefesh is rotzain, desire, and the nefesh desires money, because nefesh and money come from the same place. As Rabbein Ezzel explains over there in chapter 68, <coughs> And that's why money can buy just about anything in the world. And money is more important than everything to people. 
Money will resolve everything. Because everything has souls in it. And all souls crave money, which comes from the same source as the soul. And therefore, when the souls that are in food or anything, when they see money, they crave, they're, they're drawn to it, they're magnetically drawn to it. And therefore, generally with money, you can buy anything in the world. You can acquire it because the nefesh in that thing wants to connect to money. Because everyone and everything yearns, has a craving towards the money, this magnetic attraction. And that's why we're able to transfer the holiness from this produce of the fourth year, or the holiness of Maiser Sheni, we have the ability to transfer it onto money. Because money, which is the source from where the nefesh comes from, has the ability to transfer onto itself the kedusha from the produce. The nefoshois and the spiritual life that's in that fruit or in whatever you're buying, it leaves that object and gets transferred onto the money. Because of the fact that money is from the same place that the nefesh is rooted. And the money becomes a, an exact replica, a replacement for that produce, for whatever it is. And this is why the halachis, you must transfer it onto coins. A coinage that has a picture, a picture of a king, a picture of something on it. As Rabbeinazal writes about this in chapter 23 in Likudim that real money is the coinage. That's what can buy everything. That's the source of nefoshes. Remember, they're talking here in the olden days when money was real gold and real silver, not this make-believe stuff that they have today <coughs> where the quarter, you know, the coinage is not real silver or real gold anymore. And paper money is really not money. It's just you can print, you know, can keep printing and printing. So the real, real money is the coins that are from gold or silver that have mamish value and that have the, this it printed, you know, the picture on it. Baruch Hashem. Any questions? I hope to be going right now to Harazesim and Yitzhashem for a yard site. Yitzhashem will have everybody in mind. All of us should be zeichet to all the Yeshuas and Refuas that we need. Baruch Nisabigashmias, especially the Geula Shleima. Amen.